Hey everyone, this is Asif and you're listening to Hello Educator. Today's episode is from Mango Science Radio and um, Obli Chandran is back with his story from the history of physics and uh, astronomy. Today's story is on the woman who measured the universe. Hi, Mango Science Radio listeners, uh, Obli Chandran here. So I teach astronomy and I have huge interest in physics and astrophysics. So here I am again to tell you another interesting journey uh, of our understanding of the night sky because it's been one of the oldest sciences that people have been studying it for several uh, centuries or millennia if uh, not more. So our ancestors were uh, as equally uh, mesmerized and wondered by the night sky as we are today. And they made huge understanding. They they formed patterns. They understood the night sky. They looked at the uh, stars and formed patterns. They connected it to the onset of seasons and several things they were able to study about uh, the night sky. But certainly not everything because they were limited uh, by that day by the technologies that uh, we have today, and that would evolve much. Uh, that that would come to us um, uh, several centuries later. So nevertheless. So one of the understanding that our ancestors uh, took a long time to understand would would be the whether the sun is the center or the earth is the center of our solar system or the universe for that matter and people for a long time held the view that earth was the center of the uh, solar not just the solar system the entire universe and it would uh, have to wait till the early 16th and 17th centuries until it was nailed down with hard hitting evidence that um, sun is the center of our solar system uh, but not the earth but even then even back then when it was established the sun was the center of our solar system it was assumed that sun was the center of the universe but now we know sun is not the center of the universe it, it is was one among the several billions of stars orbiting the center of our uh, galaxy called the milky way in fact it is two third away two third of the distance away uh, from the center of the milky way so look this understanding has taken quite a lot of scientists and their insights and the technologies that has uh, helped us to get from there to here. I'm just going to talk about one aspect of that understanding. There's been several aspects, dimensions in which our understanding has uh, improved uh, literally to astronomical proportions. But I'm just going to talk about one aspect of it. Uh, I'm sure all of you have looked at the night sky uh, in different points of your life. Um, uh, and I think this would be the best time since you are in the lockdown uh, quarantine time. Uh, it would be a nice time to look up at the sky because that would be, would be the best thing to do uh, because all it needs is just you and the sky with no one to be uh, to be by your side so look up at the sky you you see a lot of stars hundreds of them hundreds of them might be a little too much uh, being in a light polluted city but at least you can see tens of twenties uh, of them so now when you look up at the night sky have you ever wondered how far away they are from our point of view, all those stars look to be at the same distance. We, we really cannot tell which is far away, which star is closer. And the same problem was with our ancestors as well. They could not, they could identify stars, they could say the stars, they could identify the pattern of stars, but they never knew how far away they were. They had no, they had no means of knowing it. That is an amazing thing uh, that we are able to do with today. And that would slowly expand the map of the universe that we know just like how the sailors once upon a time before we onset 
our journey on into the oceans we never knew what was uh, on the other what was on the other side of the ocean we thought our land was the only land once we started exploring moving out of our lands had the courage to move out sail into the oceans then find the other on the other side what is the land then we came to know of things this similarly our understanding of the universe was entire thing was part of our solar system or milky way we never knew what was beyond it we rather thought whatever we see in the sky is only belonging it's the entire universe that we see but that was uh, proven wrong as our understanding improved one of the uh, key key people in understanding that rather the measuring uh, the universe uh, uh, famously called us uh, the person known for measuring the universe and she was rather a low key uh, low profile uh, scientist back then astronomer i'm going to reveal the name like as i always do uh, at the end but this person that i'm i'm talking about is not very famously known for not not even known about people don't remember her because her names don't come in the textbook is not part of the regular uh, medium of channel that you look for reading reading out stuff about astronomy but nevertheless is she has been one of the instrumental person in expanding our map of the universe uh, in 1908 she joined one of the observatories called the Harvard Observatory which had one of the largest telescope uh, back then so that was used uh, to collect the data of the stars that that used to take pictures of the uh, stars of thousands of them thousands of pictures and they recorded back then on a photographic plate so we don't they don't have the technology here to record it digitally and you can just uh, browse through them they, they had to record it on a photographic plate so they they had basically thousands of data of multiple stars in the sky so and when she was studying all the women who were employed uh, in the harvard observatory they they were referred to as computers human computers so back then so they were given a job that would require lot of hard working and painstaking efforts in browsing through the data and collecting insights from them so that would was normally done by women and back then understand women even studying or picking up courses in astronomy is is a difficult thing people didn't have equal access men and women were not equal back then so it was it was even a miracle that uh, someone was uh, hiring women to even work and and also it is to be said that they were paid much less than uh, men back then at that time so it was a big thing for for uh, this woman that i'm talking about to even work to get a chance to work there and yet she was uh, because of her passion she didn't mind about the money or mind about the fact that she was being sidelined uh, compared to her uh, fellow uh, men astronomers but she just kept working on she was she was interested in astronomy and and the guy who employed her uh, and other women uh, to uh, who were referred to as the human computers was uh, pickering his name was pickering um, so now as she was going through the the data of thousands of stars she she observed something very special and very interesting about a special group of stars people call them variable stars variable stars are stars that will change in brightness like they get, they get brighter and they get dimmer they get brighter and dimmer they pulsate like bright dim like like just like a heartbeat they pulsate they go brighter then they go dimmer so and this pulsating brightness happens in a regular fixed period of time like say 5 days or 10 days or 20 days it happens very regularly and she was finding some other thing that was very interesting about these pulsating stars she found that the brighter a star is it takes a longer time for it to pulsate to go from bright to dim and back to bright it takes the brighter the star it takes more time to pulsate so now this was a very interesting and one of the most 
needed observation that would eventually lead to our understanding of measuring the distances to stars that are much farther away of course when she was working there was still a method uh, to determine the distance to the stars that are close by like probably few hundred light years so it uh, 700 1000 light years or 2000 light years there was there were methods but beyond that were like much beyond like 1 million light year away or 2 million light year away it was very difficult with the existing method and this thing this observation by this woman would be instrumental in understanding that but i should also remind you that she did not know uh, she 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 uh, assumed or she had a hunch that it might be used to find distances to stars but she herself could not find it but that data that relationship would be instrumental for other astronomers who would come eventually to pick on that and find the distances so particularly there was this astronomer called uh, shapley a uh, shapley or shapley i am not sure of the pronunciation he would look at this relationship that she found this woman found of the uh, the relationship between the uh, how bright a star is and how long it takes to pulsate and he used that method to map the milky way so what was assumed to be the entire uh, milky way she, he started mapping it and when he started mapping the milky way using the method uh, relationship that was given by uh, this woman he found out one most important thing just like how it was proven in the early 17th and 16th centuries that the earth was not the center of a solar system but rather it was the sun now, this observation made by shapley moved away rather kicked the sun out of the position of occupying the center of the universe he when he mapped in fact he found out the sun was not the center of this galaxy or universe but it is in fact whatever the center is it is at least two thirds the distance away from that center and that was one of the instrumental understanding like one of the most insightful things that would you know uh, be back then and that was a spectacular finding and eventually few years later it's like seven or eight years later another person would eventually come his name is edwin hubble in 1928 or 29 he would go on to use the same technique that was a relationship that was put forward by this woman in 1912 to prove that our milky way is not the only galaxy another thing that was stuck to our mind back then the milky way is the only galaxy and we are special and even that idea was kicked out when he found out the milky way is not is just one of the billions of galaxies that are out there and and he was observing this particular galaxy called andromeda galaxy so and he he found the uh, uh, distance to be 900000 uh, light years today we know it is much more than that it's 2.2 million light years because back then back then the method that he used was not not very accurate and precise there were some errors in that but the entire our map of the universe that we have today the 3d map of the universe that we have today is thanks to this woman otherwise we would we would be stuck to the idea that our solar system is the only solar system and maybe sun was the center of our solar system but it was also the center of the entire universe and our milky way is the only thing that is in the entire universe if not for this woman and unfortunately she was not recognized while she was alive and in fact in 1924 she was recommended for the nobel prize by one of the fellow astronomers or mathematicians i'm not sure and when the nobel uh, committee considered to give her the nobel prize they learned that she had died 3 years earlier due to stomach cancer in 1921 so people didn't even know she was there after her death for 3 years people didn't even know and they thought she was alive so that they could give her the nobel prize 
and it's very unfortunate but today we know her for name today we celebrate her and it is i think uh, uh, important that we celebrate her uh, name and her name is henrietta liavet henrietta liavet and she is the woman who measured the universe or rather helped us measure the universe and the 3d map that we have today so i hope you found this uh, story interesting i know it's uh, been a quite long but i think it uh, deserved the uh, attention that it uh, that i gave it so i'll catch you again soon again with another interesting piece of information from the past thank you again bye i hope you really enjoyed today's story please feel free to send us a feedback via whatsapp as a audio message or a text message the number to reach out to us is 9952243541 thanks for listening and i will catch you in the next episode of hello educator stay home stay safe